0: Here's Tucker, beautiful ball fake, into the lane, taking contact with the left hand at the rim, finishes. Brantley rebounds, brings it to the front court, surveys the scene, goes behind his back, comes in the lane, attacks the rack and lays oh, it up and in. Very
1: athletic move there.
0: They all expect him to pass, I guess. He went right to it. Hey. Brantley's got 11 points, three rebounds and five assists. Deal. Morgan on the run, bounce pass ahead to Brantley. He hammers with a right hand. 114-102, timeout. Donovan leading the crowd, having a great time with the youngsters.
2: Leading the crowd? That a crowd? I think it's those bench players you're talking about, PK. They are the crowd these days. They are the fans. They are the reserves ready to go in at a moment's notice.
1: Or, you're in. Okay, coach, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's go. Go. <laughs> or Almost after noticed.
2: or after the middle of the second quarter, they're the starters who are done playing for the day because that's the way that worked. I thought, oh, these guys would get 15 minutes, and Tony Bradley was the only starter who got 15 minutes, and that's because the starter, Rudy Gobert, got zero. He didn't play, so Bradley had to play a little more. and Everybody else got 11 to 14 minutes. They had a 41-point first quarter, and then those guys were pretty much done. Jazz subs went on and made sure they beat the Spurs 118-112.
1: Popovich going to Woodstock? Dude needs a haircut. (laughs) Quarantine hair. Jeez they got to
2: have barbers down there, don't they? Yeah, they do. They do. They, they did a thing about putting a barbershop up there on one of the games. They did? a halftime feature thing when oh, I was watching. Yeah. dang it. I'm so
1: you sorry you missed that, sad. aren't you? Yes. Yeah? Rah.
2: All right. I know you've liked the basketball, PK, but now you get a three-day weekend without the Utah Jazz. The playoffs will open up. Here's something I've never said before. Monday morning. It's the Jazz, and it's the Denver Nuggets at 11.00. Thirty, and these got a, these guys look rested. They look sharp, so no excuses going in. A forty-one twenty-four quarter didn't even have Rudy. Great, it's no all excuses. Set. Where you've been? <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right. They don't have Bogdanovich. There it is. There's the dropped Drop the big excuse. The big one.
1: Well, they'll come up with them. We know they will. Not the players. The other guys.
2: DJ and PK.
1: Hashtag NBA.
0: CJ brings it up. Over to Dame. Dame quickly catches. Shoots a three and buries it from deep. A big three. The Blazers needed that. Dame's got 28. Dame slows it across the center court circle. Takes a logo three. It's good. Logo Lillard at his finest. He's got 33. 36-foot triple for Dame.
2: Uh Damian Lillard. It's Dame! Who needs... No, Logo Lillard. Logo Lillard doesn't need an offense. You just dribble in mid-cross mid-court. And, you know, in the words of Quinn Snyder, we've got to have a, high, a higher pickup point. Well, if you don't have the high pickup point, he'll just launch that half-court shot. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't watching when he did it, but I talked to somebody who was who said they had audio from the coach, and they actually told them he's going to come across and, and shoot from the logo, get him, and they didn't get him, and so then you hear right there on the call, timeout, Brooklyn. And you know that's a big old I told you so timeout coming up right the there. The
1: coach, Jock Vaughn, is that what you're Yes.
2: They ended up beating the Nets 134-133, although the Nets had a shot at the end of the game. A bad shot. A fadeaway 18-footer. Reggie
1: Miller was saying that was a good shot by the Levert. Yeah, I I didn't think so. If I'm a defensive guy. I'm begging for him to take that. Yeah. And you allowed your team no chance for an offensive rebound. Yep. I thought it was horrendous. Yep. And they lose. And as a Phoenix Suns fan, I'm crushed
2: because now the Portland Trailblazers have the 8th spot and the Suns, despite the fact they went 8-0 and o in Florida, they lose the tiebreaker with Memphis for the ninth spot. And that is why Patrick Kinahan is crushed with his Phoenix roots.
1: Oh, yeah. And plus, my grandmother lived in Brooklyn when I was growing up, so Brooklyn lost. Man, that's just...
2: Brooklyn didn't really care. They're the 7th seed in the mm-hmm. East.
1: So. They played like they cared. Did you watch them walk off the floor? I think they cared. I think they cared a lot, actually. They get in Toronto either way. Regardless, I think they cared about the loss of that game. They they competed hard. You got to give them that. And their body language is they're walking off the floor. I think they were miffed. They played well enough to win. They didn't get the win. That would have been a big win. Get some momentum going into this one-of-a-kind postseason season, whatever you want to call it.
2: Lakers lost to the Kings, 136-122, but LeBron played limited minutes. Anthony Davis didn't play at all, so I don't know. You want to read anything into that, PK? Doesn't seem like there's much to be read into there.
1: Oh, i Yeah, the tea leaves that I'm reading on this are just incredible.
2: Same deal for the, uh, the Mavericks as uh, they get beat by the Suns, 128-102, and then despite that eighth win, the Suns come up short. But Luka Doncic only played 13 minutes. And Porzingis didn't play at all.
1: Well, you know their star player for the Suns is Aiton, so it's a lot of eight and zero. No. Oh,
2: nice, good wordplay. The Suns will be on the outside looking in. Bubble this weekend, uh, Saturday, and then if necessary, Sunday for that eight-nine play-in series with the uh, with the Grizzlies and the Blazers. If the Blazers win Saturday, then they're the eight seed, and the Grizzlies go home. If the Grizzlies win, then they'll play again Sunday. Uh, Greg Popovich, the Spurs eliminated from the playoffs. They had gone 22 years in a row, and he didn't really want to dwell on it. He said, it means a lot to a lot of people probably, but I don't dwell on the past. That stuff's totally not important. What's important is the moment you do what you've got to do, and then you move on. But looking at the past doesn't do much good. Any success we've had has been because we've had some great players. Will their rebuild parallel the Jazz rebuild? Popovich famously said, we want to emulate the Jazz. And sure enough, they went on a streak that was just a little longer than Jazz. Like the Jazz, they, they barely missed out in the year it got snapped. The Jazz bottomed out with a 26-win team and then bounced back with a, uh, I guess actually they missed a third year in a row, and then they were back in. Had it going again. We'll see if these Spurs can rebuild it that quickly. DJ and PK.
0: Hashtag NFL.
2: Jamal may get bored there because they don't use their
1: safety type things and all the different complexities of not showing what they're doing as much as we do. And We'll still do a lot of the same
2: exact things, uh, but we'll highlight the people we have here. He had maybe his most productive year here because of how we highlighted the skill sets that he's had. And I've had a lot of really, really good guys at that position. That's Jets defensive coordinator Greg Williams talking about Jamal Adams has gone to Seattle. See if see if Jamal gets his backup over that. If he takes that as a a little bit of a slight. Meanwhile, while he wonders about that level of drama, look at the money getting thrown around in the NFL. Chiefs gave the star tight end Travis Kelsey four years and fifty-seven million dollars, uh, twenty-five of it guaranteed. The Niners gave George Kittle the biggest contract the NFL tight end has ever gotten 5 years and 75 million 30 million guaranteed at signing and 40 million guaranteed for injury and the bills gave their left tackle 60 million dollars they're throwing around money like they got it in
1: the NFL PK so kittle's going to purposely get injured so he can get he has that has 10
2: done. million more guaranteed <laughs> probably not i think he'll probably try to play at a high level and then late in his contract have to negotiate it down to make room for something the team needs to win. We're just had another $100 million contract. Now, see, you're George Kittle's agent right there. After, after he goes for 100 yards and 20 touchdowns, 49er fan. 1,000 yards. What did I say, 100? 100 yards. Yeah, sorry. 100-yard games, I'll stack them up. 1,500 yards, 20 TDs, give me 100. Oh, you're yards. going 1,500, not even 1,000. He's got the ability out there, man. I mean, you talk about these guys like they're tight ends. They're just big receivers. I don't know that blocking is a big part of what they do. Kittle is actually one of the best blockers in the league. How's Kelsey? Pretty good, too. Really? DJ and PK.
0: Hashtag college football.
1: We cannot now, at this point, have fall NCAA championships because there's not enough schools participating. The board. Also established, uh, Board of Governors also said, look, if you don't have half of the schools playing a sport, you can't have a legitimate championship.
2: To Mark Emmert, head of the NCAA, we've got more leagues canceling fall sports. They're not football playing leagues, it's the West Coast Conference there, another another league. And then, uh, well, the Big Sky uh, did away with their fall sports, too. They'd already talked about pushing football to the spring, but the volleyballs and the soccer, so. No NCA championships.
1: I, I don't understand that. It, we, we have to have half and half of what? To uh,
2: they, had a meeting, they had a meeting like three weeks ago, and it was, are you going to have championships or not? And there was like a little uh, ping-ponging back and forth. So like, who's who's going to be the one who drops the hammer or says, full speed ahead? And so they came out of that meeting with, uh, they'll be champion. We will hold championships if 50% of the schools are more play. But if the number drops under 50%, then we won't hold championships. I I
1: understand that. Then why do we have men's volleyball? Why did I go to Hawaii and cover BYU winning winning the ship there? There's like 22 teams in men's volleyball. That's not even close to half. Yeah, but it's
2: half of the sponsoring schools in any sport. So I guess for volleyball, if they come up with that in the spring, it'll be, you know, if they they use this rule going forward, I don't know that they will. But if they do, then it'll be, I guess, 13 of 26 or 11 of 22 or whatever the number is.
1: That doesn't make any sense.
2: Well, the NCAA has been accused of not making sense before, PK, so this will just be one more time. BYU added a home and home series with Troy University at 10.02 yesterday.
1: Well, they do it all the time. I know. A television thing that they got, or radio, whatever it is.
2: Trojans are going to play uh, September 26th with Troy, and then they'll go to Troy in September of 2026. That one's pushed out there a little bit. So that's the fourth game, and we'll see if uh, Tom Homo can come up with some more games. Sunbelt Conference USA, America Athletic Conference, and the ACC seem to be the prime targets. Still maybe a school or two in the Big 12 they might be able to get, but that door seems to be closing.
1: Good. I'm sick of talking about it.
2: (laughs) DJ and PK.
0: Hashtag Major League Baseball. Betts with a fly
2: ball to left center field. Way back, and he has hit it out. Third home run of the game for Mookie Betts. The route is on. The
0: Dodgers 11-2 on six home runs tonight.
2: Mookie with three of them. 11-2 the final, and he homered in the second and the fourth and the fifth. What do you think the pressure is, PK, when you step to the plate in the seventh inning and you know four home runs? That's, uh, that's the list right there. You want to be on that list. Very few players have done it. You got a chance because you got three, and you also know you're winning big, so you're probably not coming back to the plate because you're not going to hit in the ninth inning. This is it. You got one shot. Pressure? Yeah. Would you be feeling it stepping into the box? Four homers, baseball, immortality.
1: The guy's making like $300 million a year or in a contract. He went four for four with five ribbies. That's defined as pressure?
2: No, stepping in the box the fourth time trying to hit a fourth home run in a game would be the pressure. I know. I, I, that's
1: my whole point. I don't see where that's pressure.
2: Come on, don't you want to be on that list? And the game's over. You're up 11-2. You got that thing won.
1: name me the people who are on the list
2: well I'm looking at it so that's <laughs> cheating <laughs> Lou Gehrig I'd like to be on a list with Lou Gehrig I don't care okay yeah, but how about uh, Mark somebody yeah yeah There's Pat couple... Pat Siri I have no idea who Pat Siri right, is yeah. did it in 1948 never heard of Pat Siri Josh Hamilton is uh, Josh Hamilton has done it sure.
1: if it's that pre- if it you think Willie it's pressure, Mays did it you want to be so on Willie
2: Mays' good. list
1: Okay, DJ, whatever you say.
2: Steven Strasberg tossed out of the game, but not for yapping in the dugout because he was in the stands. Mets beat the Nationals 8 to 2. He's arguing well, balls and strikes on an off day.
1: Anytime that the umpire can hear that's bleeping brutal,
2: <laughs> they're going to throw and you. And you can hear
1: it. <laughs> or throw somebody. Its clear as day on television. <laughs> uh. The Mets broadcasters, Keith Hernandez. Whoa!
2: (laughs) (laughs) We were just talking about that yesterday, how you miss the roar of the crowd and all the adrenaline, but the upside is we're hearing way more from players and managers and uh, opposing golfers and uh, whoever else is uh, around a microphone. because. That sound is carrying now.
1: Well, yeah, you definitely heard it. And that game was on MLB TV yesterday afternoon. And the the funny thing is somebody put on the rule book, says you have to go change out of your uniform, but you can sit in the stands. So they were saying that you have to leave the locker room premises, but they said you could actually stay in the stadium when the rule was written. So he he could have just, uh, untechnically. Just changed out of his uniform and went and sat right back down.
2: (laughs) Started working him again. (laughs) That was bleeping brutal, too.
1: (laughs) And it was. The pitch did look like it was right there. And plus, they were getting worked. So the frustration of getting worked and the Nationals aren't having a, a very nice season to date. They're used to starting crummy, but when you got 140 games to make it up, and here we're already a third of the ways through for some of these teams. The yeah. Cardinals aren't. The Cardinals are supposed to get back here this weekend, I think. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it was just, uh, we're seeing this. And so Strausberg had to show him walking up the stands because he literally was sitting. He wasn't sitting in the dugout. He was probably sitting in the fifth row.
2: Section 121, according to what I read. Cubbies keep it grow- going. You Darvish had a no-hitter going into the seventh inning. They beat the Brewers 4-2, and the Cubs are 13-3, 10 games over five hundred. Best record in Major League Baseball.
1: Well, they're definitely keeping it growing. Yeah, their lead.
2: Zach Zach said uh, the media did him wrong, PK. Portrayed as bad people. That was a that was a good shot at the media. Meanwhile, his manager saying he's got to rebuild trust with his teammates. So that's what's being said inside the clubhouse. Same thing about Clevenger, the other pitcher. Yeah, Mike Clevenger wins out there also. Went out with friends in Chicago. So it's the media's fault.
1: Well, it was a small group at dinner. Uh, I can see where he would feel like he was up uh, done wrong. It's, he didn't go to a big party or anything. I mean, that's he good. Went to, he went with something that is uh, allowable,
2: but not according to the rules that baseball hashed out. And the other guys are sitting in the hotel, and they probably want to go to dinner with two friends too. Yeah, but that's I mean, the if you're, you're there, right. No if I'm portion. if I'm sitting in a hotel and I hear he's gone, I'm mad, but I am relieved that he was at dinner with two people, not at a party with two hundred people. You know, uh, he was at the club till oh, no,
1: no. Yeah, I'd rather I think there's hear a difference a there. Story. Yeah, I'd rather but, hear a dinner But, I mean, Pleaseak learned, and now he's not going to do it. And I think these are actually positives if you want to have a season. You're just going to have to do this. And I I, I don't think that – my point is, I don't think that he was intentionally, i oh, screw these rules, I'm out of here. Maybe he was, but it doesn't seem like it. It doesn't seem like he was just going to willfully, oh, just screw this. I'm gonna do what I do. If you don't like it, tough. Maybe I'm misreading the situation. With I think, me the first I, time.
2: I think he said screw the rules uh, as far as baseball is concerned. But I think he tried to be safe. I mean, his behavior was way safer than a bunch of other stuff we could sit here and dream up. You know, that's what I'm talking once about. Once he left, yeah. once he left the hotel, you know, he was like, "Hey, you guys stay in the hotel, but I'm I'm special. I'm gonna go see my friends."
1: Well, he is special. He's a major league pitcher.
2: He's a major league pitcher. You fourth outfielders stay in the hotel. I'm yeah. the guy. I bring the heat, which is uh, you know basically what your manager is getting now. When he says you got to rebuild relationships because the fourth outfielder is like, really, dude? You're kidding me? I wanted to go out to dinner too, but I just sat here and ordered room service.
1: And the fourth outfielder, when you only have sixty games, I mean, his uh, importance becomes reduced. Exactly, it's a pinch hitter <laughs> at that point, right? <laughs> well, you got the DH too, so maybe you get some time there.
2: What is Trending? brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up, David Locke, radio voice of the Utah Jazz, is going to join us at 8 o'clock. Beth Lanier, University of Utah women's volleyball coach at 830 They've had some pretty good teams up on the hill, and this year they're going to have to sit it out. We'll talk with her about that and where they go from here. That's coming up. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.
0: Let's go! The Big Show. It's a big deal! With Gordon Monson and Jake Scott.
2: From The Athletic, he's our good friend Sam Amick. The Jazz are going to face the Nuggets in the first round of the playoffs. Your thoughts? I certainly would give the Nuggets the edge, especially with Michael Porter Jr. emerging as another threat for them. And I don't know if that'll continue,
0: but it does make them interesting. But we'll see. I've enjoyed the heck out of Donovan's me put the whole team on my back, double overtime heroics the other day, except for everything but the wins. Tough to gauge what these seeding games mean for teams like the Jazz. There wasn't a lot of jostling in the standings and incentive to give it your all other than good old fashioned competition so they've had some tough moments and a few good ones in the bubble The Big Show, weekdays from 2 to 7 on 97.5 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network
2: DJ and PK brought to you in part by Master Electrical Services Master Electrical is always open during this challenging time. Call Master Electrical at 801-543-2222 for upfront pricing and your satisfaction is guaranteed. Master Electrical will light up your day Just during the last commercial break, Woj was tweeting out the breaking news, although the not surprising news, the Chicago Bulls are going to fire Jim Boylan. So not a huge surprise there. You probably saw that coming, but there's the Woj bomb for the morning. Our question of the day, amid all this gloom, give us something funny we can repeat on the radio. Something that'll crack us up. Something that will entertain the Wasatch Front as you get going.
1: It's Friday, man.
2: (laughs) Mike, what gloom. (laughs) Good one, Mike. (laughs) I like it.
1: I think folks are a little tired of uh, all this politics, or if it's not politics, one man's politics isn't, the other man's is, and...
2: They're tired of hearing about games being canceled and games being delayed and games being postponed. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Whether you think that's a health issue or you think that's a political issue, nobody likes hearing. And those games aren't happening. Uh, So we got people who want to help out. Shane says uh, a friend of his who was a scout leader kept a piece of dental floss on his dashboard. He'd pick it up, floss with it, then turn around and ask, does anybody else need to use this? That's disgusting. <laughs> I think that would be a good joke without you using it after it's been on the dashboard. You can just say, Does anyone else need to use this? <laughs> I don't think you have to put it back in your mouth.
1: Yeah, go, go the extra mile, though. Why not? Make a point, emphasize it.
2: I hit a duck with my car this morning, Justin says. It quacked my windshield.
1: Ah, that quacks me up.
2: That got two laughing emojis and what gloom got nothing? I don't even know who you people are anymore. (laughs) Two people thought that was really funny. What gloom was good, Mike? Mike Fendrick. Good work, Mike.
1: I think I was about uh, probably the sixth grade, and we used to have lunch. I went to Catholic school. We used to have lunch in our uh, own rooms. Yeah, that's where he, he got it. So he yeah, has so a cold lunch and then uh, they would bring around you could order milk or chocolate milk and so they would get that. And Michael Luther, whose father was the mayor of the of Persipany where I lived, uh he went to hide the little milk carton thing from uh Maurice Casada and he put it back behind his backside and and so we were playing a joke on him and then he went Michael went and sat down and he sat right on the carton because it wasn't as far back on the seat in his desk and then the milk splattered all over the place and so then consequently the rest of us laughed like crazy of course and then Sister Mary of Perpetual Motion was furious (laughs) and I just remember laughing hysterically and interestingly, Michael grew up to also be the mayor of that community. Oh, really? Mhm.
2: Following Pops' footsteps, huh?
1: Yes. And when the mayor would go out of town, uh Michael would stay at our house. And then yeah, Mayor Mayor Mayor, mayor Luther. Uh was, was a big shot in politics in New Jersey. And, and was his first he, name Lex? Uh, Henry. Mayor Henry Luther. When I was a kid, and he was the one who got uh, tickets. Uh, he had three tickets to go see the Knicks and the Lakers in the finals, and we went to Madison Square Garden. I mean, I'm I am really young. And is this the famous Michael story? Oh, this Michael is a guy Wonder- wants to run
2: around Madison Square yeah, Garden. Said, Michael,
1: no, I'm sitting right here. See that guy over there? That's Jerry West. You see that guy over there? That's Will Chamberlain. You see that guy over there? That's Walt Frazier. I'm sitting right here. I'm watching this game, and my father, my father was actually a bigger basketball fan than I was, uh, was so jealous. Because I don't even remember if the game was on television. But uh, going to Madison Square Garden as a kid in the finals, the Knicks and the Lakers. All right. That was a pretty big deal, even for me as uh, a youngster. And then one other time, this is another Nick game. It's, it's a funny story. Uh, Dr. Rappaport was our dentist right there in town. And it was a, Chris, it was a Christmas week, and they were playing a matinee. And I got to go. I don't remember who I was going with, but I got to go. Well, I had to go to the dentist before. And I I never did like the dentist, always nervous about it. And the dental assistant just pushed it, stuck her arm, felt like, you know, just her fingers, but felt like stuck her arm in my throat. And uh, I was already upset. My stomach was upset just being there. And I literally barfed on the dental assistant's hand. <laughs> True story. It's I know. gospel truth. You told it, I know. <laughs> and the dental that assistant is my just... sister.
2: <laughs> uh, does she still give you a hard time about that?
1: No, she gives me a hard time is once uh, my father's parents were babysitting us. And so she's nine years older than me. And I was probably, I think I was four, right? And it's like the only memory I have of my grandfather, John Kinahan, who came over from Ireland. His name is on the walls, and Ellis Island, you can go look it up, which I've done, all that stuff. He died uh, probably not too long after that, because I have literally no memory of him. My sisters have tons of memories of him, because they're nine and 11 years older than, than I am, and so... They, have, they used to go over uh, uh, from school and go when they lived in East Orange and would go there. And uh, my grandma would watch them because my parents worked there my whole life and all that stuff, right? So they've got excellent memories. I have, this is like the only one. And I had like a, a aerosol can, like a hairspray can or something. And my sister was running away from me down the hall and I chucked it at her. And I swear... I, 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 at most, I was four, but I think I was three. I actually remember the thing going end over end in slow motion. <laughs> well, <laughs> and sure enough, the can just splits her right between the eyes. And blood comes gushing out as if a dam had been released. <laughs> and I remember my grandparents. Now I remember my grandmother. My grandmother lived till she was like 98 years old. And, and, and I told you she lived in East Orange after my grandfather died. She moved into Brooklyn uh, and which was just, you know, ten, 10 miles away tops. And uh, I remember them having to stick her in my sister's head underneath the faucet in the sink and tried to stop the bleeding. So she reminds me of that that and the time that she got a new Vega, and I was going into my senior year in August. Uh, and she and her husband and my parents went to Vegas and for the weekend and my sister told me, Don't take the car to the river. Salt the Salt River you could tube down it. it, was, it was, it's a way bigger deal now. It's more organized. Back then you just went and, and that now now it's a big deal. They probably even charge you to get in. But she said, Don't take it there. So sure enough I took it and I totaled it. Brutal and that was the longest weekend of my life on that Saturday must be I think it was Labor Day yeah it was Labor Day weekend because I totaled it on a Saturday and uh they came home Monday night and when they came home, I was sitting in the dark because I thought this is pretty much the end of me I will not have a senior year i, I, I won't I will not have I won't I won't play baseball I won't be alive they'll they' they'll literally kill me and uh, they came walking in, and, of course, they walk in. It's totally dark, and they got in like seven, like 8, 9 o'clock at night, and I had no lights on, and where was the car? Yeah, so they, they noticed missing. right away the car's not right. right there. Right. They thought I had the car. She told me not to take it, and then they see me in there, and I had to tell them what it was and how uh, I uh, totaled it. I did, yeah, yeah. But we actually went to court on it, and uh, I won. So I didn't have to pay the damages and all that stuff. So Oof. it was pretty cool. Yeah. So this is a couple of funny stories from my childhood. Agonizing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Having to sit there in the dark, waiting to tell you told the car you weren't supposed to be driving. Glad I didn't have to do that.
1: Yeah. But what I had done uh, uh, the, the next day, I went and got a job. I took my father's car, which was a piece of junk. He always had junk cars, and I went and got a job, so I could say, "Well, I got a job, and I'm going to pay for the damages." So I showed some level of responsibility. I got a job at uh, it's like a, it was a, it's called Sirloin Stockade. It's <laughs> like a Sizzler. It's exactly it was a knockoff of Sizzler. You go up, you order, and then they call your number, and you go get it. You know. The exact same, same, same.
2: The Sirloin Stockade should have been in one of those '80s uh, yeah. coming-of-age movies. It's and, a brilliant and, name for yeah. A the Sirloin restaurant. Stockade, and, and I don't know if you want to put it in uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off or uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High or you know whatever. I don't care. But it, it, the Sirloin Stockade should have been in one of those. That's that's a classic. Uh, we got people here who are very topical in their humor this morning, PK, and they want to keep it on sports. Uh, the Bulls have uh, fired Jim Boylan, Adrian Wojanowski tweeting that out about 15 minutes ago. And Greg tweets in, hey, did Gordon show up for the exit interview? Uh, see what <laughs> they're trying to do there? we we'll call him the classics.
1: Ah, oh, my stomach. Stop. <laughs> Those you to shoot, bowl didn't go in the hoop. He was dead man walking at that point. Yeah. <laughs> Tyson, I have a very dirty joke for you. Okay, I bet you it isn't, but go ahead.
2: What did uh, one sandwich say to the other sandwich?
1: Bite me? You look sloppy, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> The original Shl- Sloppy Joes is in Key West, Florida, and I've had the opportunity to dine there. Oh, really? Yes.
2: I thought it was a sandwich. I didn't know it was actually a restaurant. Yeah, you know, just go you'd go into whatever
1: place and order a Sloppy Joe. Nope, uh, that's not what they say. Yeah. I'm sure you're going to look it up cuz you're a nerd, but uh, What did one I beaver say? Up.
2: What did one beaver say to the other beaver when they got to a stream?
1: Damn, I didn't see that. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's always worth a chuckle. Uh, Amid all
2: this doom and gloom, give us something funny we can repeat on the radio. How about the way my San Diego Padres played against my Dodgers? Oh, no. So How about the way San Diego Padres played last night against my Dodgers? Kelly just rubbing it in. You can't have my versus my. No, you can't have my versus my.
1: And you'd go, oh my There's a lot of uh, Corona jokes uh, I, I have a joke that I'd like to tell you About the coronavirus or COVID And these are these Basically they're Republicans Let's call it like it is There's a 99.98% chance You won't get it a bing <laughs> I've had uh, Probably three or four Republicans Tell me that joke
2: Uh, yeah, there's a lot of uh, real rimshot second grade
1: humor here. Thank you, people. I think that's what the folks need, especially from us, man. Enough of this league canceled this sport. I, I uh, I think sports radio is really missing the boat getting so political and having people lecture.
2: You want to break down NBA playoff games?
1: I think people would rather have that than... Having two sports guys just lecture people Talk on about wearing why. masks and doing whatever it is you're supposed to do. I think there's plenty of options and alternatives for that, and I think that's where they go for that. I think for ours, they don't come to ours for that. And I could be wrong. This is just my opinion. I'm not trying to convince anybody. This is the way I think. And if you think otherwise and you want to just have Doctor Dunn or whomever on the radio to tell us what's going on there. it's go ahead and do it. But I think that uh, I think most people turn to us for a break from that. So I think that's what they view sports as. And for those people, that's where they've gotten uh, uh, offended is too strong. I think maybe that's where they've gotten bugged by it when Irritated. they turn on sports radio. And Irritated. That's what they got. Irritated. Sure. Yeah. It's a good word.
2: Well, we can break down the Suns and the Grizzlies all you want, PK. You know sons what? We and actually the grizzlies. why would we
1: break down the Suns? Well, and the that's going
2: to be the playoffs games this week.
1: Suns are not in the playoffs. No, no, I'm sorry, you're hard. right. The
2: Blazers. What am I doing? Sorry, get something in mind. The Blazers and the Grizzlies. Uh, you know the one thing we didn't mention and what is trending that happened yesterday that was going great when we were on the air and went south when we got off the air is Mike. I blame Weir. you. Yeah, I blame
1: you. Yes. Oh, really, Mike? Yeah, because you you brought it up. I turn it on. And he went uh, bogey, double bogey. <laughs>
2: no, <laughs> we were on the. I saw on Twitter that he had birdied the first three holes, and then he was four under through eight. And I did, and I blurted that out in the air, and you turned it on. And he bogeyed the ninth, and he doubled the tenth, and then right. I don't know if you stuck around for uh, the last six holes, but that got excruciating. That was.
1: I went to the gym at sixteen. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, yes. So I sort of. He came home with a bogey It's a string of bogeys. So. Yeah, cuz the gym they're making you make appointments. So since I had uh watched it, I had to wait to the following top of the hour. And uh, so I thought, okay, I'll just watch it some more. And uh yeah, I did I did see all that stuff. I'm rooting for him. I mean, he's the only guy I know out there on the so would love to see him win it. Uh, but yeah, I did watch it. Uh, probably watched some of it today. I watched the uh the PGA one. With the Wyndham, is that what they are playing? Yeah. Yeah, I watched some of that. And then basketball, baseball. Yeah, it's awesome. The uh, The
2: scores didn't get low, so I don't know. I didn't see the back night. I don't know if the weather changed, if the wind kicked up or whatever. But uh, 68, third of the leaders, he's uh, 2 over 72. So I don't know if he got out. He was out early in the morning, so that was the first thing I thought when I saw all those scores. That's why I wonder how windy it got there later in the uh,
1: didn't look it to me yeah. when I turned it off, but... Mm. Uh, I, I wasn't playing it, so I don't yeah. know. They they weren't talking about it. Yeah. And Maybe those uh, those are three days rather than four.
2: All right, DJ and PK, it's ninety seven five and twelve eighty. The Zone coming up. Jazz set for a playoff series with the Denver Nuggets, and we'll talk with David Locke about that. It's going to start Monday. David Locke will be here at eight oh five. He's about twenty minutes away on ninety seven 12.80 The Zone.
0: Now let's get this party started. Uh- This is Hans Olsen and Scotty G on the Zone Sports Network.
2: There are a couple of reasons that I didn't become
0: a doctor. (laughs) Same reasons you didn't become a paleontologist? Why do you crack a smile and then make a joke? I'm just saying, like, yeah, there's a couple of reasons I wasn't a lawyer. Number one, LSAT scared me. Number two, I thought I'd fell miserably. And number three, I didn't think I was smart enough. So, yeah, there are just a couple of reasons why I didn't become a lawyer. Can I make a point without you attacking me? I'm not attacking you. Like, you've never talked about wanting to be a doctor before. To me, this seems like you were just right on the cusp of going to medical school. And then just these one or two little things came up and made you think, no, I'm not going to do that. Doctor. 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 Can you not attack me? You know, it it bugs me when you do that. Doctor. 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 Stop playing that. And doctor. Well, we miss anyone? Hanson Scouting, weekdays from 10 to 2 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network.
2: A clean home is a healthy home, and right now Zero Res is cleaning carpets for $33 per room. Mention DJ and PK when you call, and you get a fourth room clean for free. Just mention DJ and PK. Call Zero Res today to schedule your cleaning at 801-288-9376. So, PK saw a tweet here uh, that uh, Bronco Mendenhall is busy. The ACC planning on playing 10 plus 1. And uh, James Madison, team that uh, Weber State's kind of been chasing on the other side of the country, playoff games. I think we remember one, a really good game a couple of years ago, that James Madison pulled out a wild win right at the end. Hideously disappointing for Weber. They had it and just got away in the last three or four minutes. But anyways, James Madison now has uh, several star players transferring to uh, UVA because James Madison's going to play as an independent if they're able to pull that off. Broncos loading up.
1: They're transferring.
2: Yeah, grad transfers. Uh, they just picked up uh, a punter, I think, and they picked up a safety. And then I was telling Yak about it during the break as I saw it come across Twitter, and he said, "Yeah, a couple days ago they got a – Do you think it's four guys they've gotten now? They pulled a tight end out of the MAC. They pulled a couple other players, and they've all been pretty quick to sign on with Virginia. So it's coming. Get-
1: How bad is Virginia then? They're taking all these lower division guys.
2: Well, some lower division guys can go to the NFL. So if you pick uh, carefully, maybe you can help yourself. You know, guys who were overlooked who who blossomed. I mean, I assume that's what Bronco's doing. He's picking NFL guys. I assume he's picking the best players off James Madison. Yeah. Now well, they got to be, be grad transfers. I don't know if they're Bronco. NFL guys or
1: not. What are they picking Bronco? Is he picking them? or they well? He's the accepting them. How's that? As scholarship players.
2: I think so. Yeah. A lot of teams keep a couple scholarships. Now, some of them maybe walk-ons. I haven't. Tried. Yach was telling about these other guys. I haven't heard anything about them. Um, maybe they're walking on. and then uh, you know, this is your chance to play as a grad transfer. It's your senior year.
1: So we don't have near enough information to be making statements on this. All we know is that guys are leaving.
2: Guys are leaving Madison. schools that aren't playing, and they're heading to UVA.
1: We don't. Yeah, I would be surprised if he gave the punter a scholarship. That would be a little surprising. <laughs> this late in the game. <laughs> uh, or is it just, sure, come on on, and uh, we'll see what you can do. And I'd, I'd have to, uh, nor am I going to, I'm not going to search it and research it. I don't care. Uh, but uh, I, would, I would need more information to know what that's all about.
2: Well, the interesting thing about Virginia is they actually canceled their FCS game against Virginia Military Institute, and of course that immediately
0: led to, "Hey, Bronco, BYU needs a game."
1: He's not gonna play BYU. He's not.
2: I I agree.
1: That's not uh, something that he wants to do. He's already spoken about that because they've got a future schedule coming up. Think scheduled next you. year. Yeah. So I don't I don't think he wants any part of that one, and I, and I get that. And they don't need that. He doesn't need that. He's not in the position where BYU, BYU basically just if they want to go to the prom, they just got to flood the the school with a bunch of invitations and hope somebody says yes to get as many games as they could possibly get.
2: All right, DJ and PK, we're going to take a break. When we come back, David Locke joins us. The NBA playoffs start Monday. It's the Jazz and the Denver Nuggets. We'll get his thoughts on that matchup. Things to watch for as the postseason gets going Monday morning for the Jazz. David Locke's on the way next on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.